Hey, everybody. Really fun episode of the morning show today. We talk about some of the action that we're seeing in the NFT space, like Solana and its value as a token right now from a price perspective, as well as the art side of NFTs right now. We also discuss the rumor that Binance could potentially be insolvent, which would obviously be really big news for the crypto markets. It would be an FTX-like event. So we dive into that a little bit. We also dive into the macro and discuss what people should expect in in terms of what the market could look like over the next year if there is a recession, what the Fed might do, and everything in between. The sponsor of today's show is Odito. You can check them out at odito.io. We appreciate them sponsoring our content, and I hope you enjoy the show. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. My throat is still cooked, but it's Friday, December 9th, and you have tuned into the NFT Morning Show. We run this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time, each and every week, where we discuss all things NFT market, crypto, technology, finance, gaming, and everything in between. I'm your host, P.O., with my co-host Nifty Nick, the funniest. Hey, if you don't if you don't yell, I'm just letting you know. It may it may give you a little bit of an advantage. Like it may give you the ability uh, to recover. You're not giving it. You know. You you know when they say like take a day off from the gym, you got to let your muscles come back. You're just coming out here being like, all right. So here's the deal. I, I lost my voice and I can't figure out why I won't recover. I can't figure it out. No days off, Nick. We're back. Nifty Nick, the most controversial and funniest man in the business. Love having him as my co-host. Love having him as my business partner. NFT God, the author of the NFT God newsletter, probably soon to be renamed if I had to place a bet on it. Love to see the developments that he's putting forward there. Do oh, look. You're about a week late, by the way, on that one. Renamed it last Per usual. 1% oh, better newsletter. Forgot about that. Uh, I but he stole NFT God. When are you switching that brand and then like are you keeping it for now so we'll keep letting you on the show or what's going on there i think when i hit a million that's when i just change it to my name okay one percent alex okay. gotta love it yeah there we go and then you launch uh cock punch <laughs> he's gonna launch cock punch too when he's one percent alex he's gonna have people protesting outside his apartment because they're gonna be like you're flaunting the fact that you're in the one percent he's gonna be like you don't get it they're just gonna be confused anyway love to have nft got on the show and love to see his growth in the space and outside the space it's very important to grow outside the space too ladies and gentlemen easy it's bodega we just came up with a name for the nft collection that's going to be hitting a blockchain near you. I'm not going to break it here. I don't do that. I'm tight-lipped, unlike some co-hosts on stage right now. Easy is one of the most technical market participants that I know. Good luck keeping up with him. He's been basically taking ADD medication and participating in the markets on a daily basis since he was 17 years old. And he's almost 30, even though he looks like he's 22. Love having Easy on the team. Love having Easy on the show. He's the host of GMGM GM Market Talk and the host of... Web3 made easy. King Kicks, the CEO of Crypto Raiders, a gaming expert, kind of, I guess. He is a technical master when it comes to audio equipment. He fig figures out new and creative ways to make his audio do interesting things that you wouldn't be able to reproduce if you tried. He's also the intelligent degenerate and knows more about NFT degeneracy than 99.9% .9 of market participants. 
Yeah. Depeche Node, the host of Node Mode, the art and culture focused podcast on our network. We had NFT statistics from Proof Collective on yesterday, and it was an absolutely electric episode. Node's getting bigger and bigger guests to the point that he's probably making NFT Nick jealous that the guests are electing to go on Node's show instead of our show. But love having Node, love seeing that Moonbird, love hearing his thoughts on the art side of the market and the PFP side. We have a new guest that I don't believe has ever been on the show before. Cade Bergman, founder of the Joyage. Yeah, founder of the Joyage Kingdom. He didn't say open your mouth. <laughs> uh, Yo, thank you so much for being on. I've watched so many of you guys' shows. Just happy to be here. Wow, didn't didn't listen. <laughs> no, Kate, ignore ignore Nick. Nick's like, uh, got a little bit of a Napoleon complex right now. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I don't have that much more info in your bio. Your bio must speak. For now you're itself. calling me a small man. That's like fucked up. <laughs> no, I mean, like, the punk privilege is glaring <laughs> this Friday morning. <laughs> well, look, I'm inviting another punk. No, I just have so. a situation that I want to address. That's why I brought that oh, up. Oh shit. Okay. Well, we're we're about to we're about to get into it. We also have the Wizard of Soho, a former Wall Street macro trader, managing forty billion in fixed income assets. Well, that's just a bullshit number. So we already know he's a liar. But the second thing we wanted to address is the fact that he he had a nice, beautiful dinner. We had a number of friends at that dinner. I had spies on the inside at that dinner discussing what was going on in Miami. And we were in Miami. He saw the video of us. He saw us standing in traffic and didn't send us an invite. I'm trying to figure out why we even gave him the privilege to come to our breakfast that we're having here. And we, we give him <laughs> multiple invites to our breakfast, yet we don't get an this invite to his dinner. This is the breakfast right now? This is the breakfast right now. And he's he's present at it at the, the VIP table, yet we don't get what. an invite to a dinner. I'm just you saying. Just ignored my DMs, man. I invited you. Oh, you did? <laughs> I, I believe that more than I believe anything else because everybody No, he's knows. just fucking lying. I'm looking yeah, at I the DMs. It's empty. Oh, he just okay. made that up. <laughs> so what's the deal, Wizard of Soho? Yeah, How come we didn't get the Explain yourself. I know. My bad. That's that's fully on me. You only, you only follow like 500 people. 361. <laughs> God damn. That's some like- and uh, You both are two of them. Wow. Well- Clearly, he's not networking properly. Sure. You know? We did talk about you. I told everyone how amazing you both are and what the value oh, you guys wow. add to society. Yeah, <laughs> I, pre I appreciate that. I, I, I would have preferred that you gave them an explanation of why we weren't invited. These guys, real jerks. Just the real jerks. <laughs> they call people out on stage for, for lack of invite. You're, don't worry. You're among great company, Wizard of Soho. I called out Matt Medved for it once. <laughs> on this uh, on this very stage that was the best we that have a great relationship still at least i think you know you know you never know for real but uh we got we got invited to nft now we're publishing a video of that event and that's the type of you're on the right track first you don't invite and then and then you don't forget you know that's that's what happens and then eventually the relationship gets tighter Perfect. Well, lo love to see it. You know I love you guys. <laughs> anyway, to wrap up the introduction, the last person that we have on stage is Bunny. At the Bunny Official, he's a co-host and regular participant on Easy's Morning Show. He's repping a bored ape with bunny ears, and he yelled So is at he me. just shelling? He just says DM to hire me stuff. Very rare. 
He of yelled course. at me for not following him down in uh, Miami. That was my introduction to meeting Bunny, but really excited to hear what he has to contribute on the show today because he does such a great job on GM, GM Market Talk with EZ Eats Bodega. Bunny, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I, I was just trying to pick up a few followers. Um, <laughs> what did I say? This guy, this guy. Oh, uh, you're going to come say that? You say that to, to my boy's face, and then you dare step on stage like this? This is just ridiculous. The amount of disrespect on this stage today is unprecedented. It's unprecedented. I do have the Wiz follow, so like I just added that to the resume. Um, What's yeah, that even mean? Wiz, Wiz he, is, he only follows 360 people, dude. Oh, the Wizard of Soho. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm on. I, I didn't I realize it was short for Wiz. I was like, Wiz Khalifa? Nick's hip, ladies and gentlemen. The guy's hip. Uh, You can see it in 4K right now. Easy. How did GMGM Market Talk with Bunny go this morning? Oh, dude. Every day with Bunny's great. He joined the stream last night. Me, him, and Frisk were chopping it up live for about 30 minutes. Talking about the market. I love Bunny's takes. Uh, We actually got some live feedback on the upcoming Toys R Us drop. Bunny had his son pull up, and he said, yeah, I like the drafts. So if that's not a bullish indicator, I don't know what is. <laughs> Got to get the kids involved, especially if it's Toys R Us. Uh, well, look, we're going to get into it. We're going to have some fun. Ladies and gentlemen, reminder that today's show is sponsored by Audito. We are giving away two Tony Sanchez NFTs. So retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow audito.io for a chance to win. We're jazzed up. We're going to talk a little bit more about it later in the show. Do a couple of mentions. Uh, but Nifty Nick. How are you doing this morning? You sound energized. It sounds like maybe... Was that one of the mentions? No. Okay, cool. Just wondering. You know, I'm just trying to understand. I'm kind of getting a vibe for it. Um, I did did my workout. I got my new desk set up. And I'm feeling and pretty what good. Is a, what is a workout? What do these workouts look like, Nick? What what exactly is that workout? skeptical that, like, that, that I'm just taking credit for something I'm not doing. I don't need... It says the guy with no voice, you know, it's like, it's clear, you, dude, are, are you even working out? Like, do you even lift, bro? I don't even think. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. I'm natty. Unlike half these motherfuckers in the NFT space, dude, dude like people are he, saying. The he SEC, has obsession. No, people are saying the SEC needs to come into our industry to, to put in some regulation. I'm saying, you, you know, USADA needs to come through and fucking get some of this blood work done for some of these guys because half the dudes in this space are natty. I'm just saying, like someone had to say you, it. Your obsession with that is hilarious for some guy who's talking about literally starting steroids soon. So I'm interested in uh You in can be seeing... on steroids. Just talk about it. Be open about it, bro. Oh, okay. So you're just saying, okay, so... P- look out, everybody. Pia's going to be on steroids, so uh, get ready for the rage. Well, Nick, uh, you're at the age where you could literally just go get like a HDH subscription from your local doctor for uh, low testosterone. Yeah. Well, Pia, Pia seems pretty bullish on this TB. What the hell is it? TRT. TRT. Uh, and so I'm like, well, is that going to assist? What, what do my workouts look like? There, it depends on what, what uh, muscle group I'm working out, P.O. Today was just biceps and triceps. It was fairly basic, half an hour, uh, me doing, you know, various uh, sets of, uh, uh, you know, curls, tricep. Uh, I don't even know the names of the exercises I was doing. I was just watching a video. Maybe like the, a tricep extension. 
You, uh, I think what, you, you should stream that shit. I feel like people are going to be like, yo, th this is crazy. This is like some workout shit I've never seen before. Nick's like, workout probably, is just watching YouTube videos of other people working I, out. Yeah, exactly. Like, I was, hard at work. That's what I was going to say. I was like, I don't even know the name of it, but the dude that was working out looked great. <laughs> <laughs> he, he really broke his sweat. Um, today was a light one, I will say, but uh, it was, uh, yeah, I mean, it was just bicep curls and tricep extensions uh, of varying varying types. Uh, sometimes where you do, I forget the names where you do like from low to middle or from middle to high, some like varied sets like that. But regardless <laughs> from middle to high, huh? You know what I'm talking about? You know what the fuck I'm talking about? Don't act like it says the guy, you clearly haven't done that exercise before. Cause you don't actually really go to the gym. You just sit in the sauna and tell people how big of a jerk they are for not going to the sauna. <laughs> By the way, that literally is Pio. Pio walks into the sauna and then literally it's like, Yo, it's not hot enough in here to, to random strangers. Y'all y'all don't even know how to use a sauna. Suck it. Dude, and I like, got in there the other day. There's like five guys in there. It wasn't on. I was like, you guys are a joke, bro. Uh, so, yeah, he literally was talking shit to people that are in the gym. I'm, I'm uncomfortable being around him at the gym now, which is why I've just been working out with my own trainer. He was like, I'm going to get a trainer for both of us. I already took the next step. I've been, I got a trainer. I've been working out every day. So, uh, good luck, Pia. <laughs> well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to actually get into the show here. I'm excited. I'm excited to have some new speakers on stage. Bunny, Wizard of Soho, and Cade. Cade looks like a guy that works out. Cade kind of looks like Casey Neistat a little bit, Nick. Wouldn't you say that? Like, just the small PFP. Does he not look like kind of like a, a Casey Neistat type, like, vlog guy? Uh... Okay, I'm not gonna, dude. I'm not gonna give an assessment of someone based on the photo of them. It's just dangerous territory for me to like get into because. Like, <laughs> what do you think Cade's gonna cancel you, bro? What if, what if, what if I'm like, dude? Someone can. I don't like giving an analysis of people's physical appearances because that's there's already enough of that going on. Okay, so like, I'm I'm good. Great photo, man. You you Nick, seem like a great guy. I don't thanks, know anything Nick. about you. Your uh, dude, your profile picture. I know you look good in real life. I know it from that profile picture. Uh, having go, a punk man. actually, I think, feels like guarantees that you're not unattractive. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Kate just looks like he's a talented filmmaker, so I don't think that that's that bad of a place to be. Signal, you're having to listen to a bunch of conversation about TRT and other uh, bullshit bro stuff. How are you doing? Yeah, this conversation is turning into that section of the gym where you hear the guys picking up really heavy weights and then they just drop them to the floor so the entire gym oh. can hear the sound of metal because I, you know you're so strong that you have to drop them that's that's kind of like the tone of this I, conversation right now and this is why i go to the other side of the gym away from the metal i actually dropped one of the dumbbells the other day and broke it which is actually ridiculous i don't understand how that's possible i got like uh Floor mats in in uh, the this room. This is in Nick's personal gym, that, ladies and gentlemen. That, that Nick I have a personal gym. And literally, the dumbbell like snapped off the what, what do you uh, Bowflex? Those like ones where you can Bowflex. adjust the weight. Yeah, Bowflex makes dumbbells that go up to like fifty five pounds, but shake you can weights. like you can no not shake <laughs> weight. You can you can adjust it. Anyways, so I got those. Those were a hot commodity during COVID. FYI, I bought two of them and then resold one and ended up uh, having a free set of dumbbells. That was how that went down. But the um, one of those uh, dumbbells, the piece snapped off and now like it's just like completely loose. And I'm like, what type of 
what, how does that happen? I don't understand. How, like most dumbbells you drop, you don't break the dumbbell like that. I feel like that kind of defeats the purpose of it. So that's some weak shit, Bowflex. You're just too strong, Nick. Well, look, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get- It was 15 in- pounds, dude. <laughs> we're going to get into the weather report. And I'm excited to hear uh, from the speakers we have on stage to kind of mix it up. Uh, please, I believe it is six. It's six today, yeah. It's, yeah, it's six let's today. rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, morning, guys. So today, Friday, the 9th of December, Volume on OpenSea coming in at 10 million. So we're staying in the double figures, but uh, this is expected obviously to come back down after a monster week of trading. Blur at 5 million, around 50% of OpenSea. So still doing well there. Onto the leaders, not much change. Clonex slightly up uh, post space, but still uh, trading under seven ETH. Over the past 24 hours, you've still got the legend of Cock Punch uh, leading the open sea ranks. However, as we head towards the end of the year, January's big mints are already being announced. You have Meme Land who announced yesterday that the Captain's Mint is happening in the first week of January. Captain's will be a one ETH mint, and the allow list includes the meme list, the potatoes, and the wait list. Potatoes are up in volume and now at a 1.8 ETH floor. Notable sales across the market yesterday were a trippy ape that sold for $500,000. In fact, this ape was minted for 0.08 and it was a first time being sold. What a win for that seller. Metaverse.eth sold for 99 ETH. And as the topic of AI art continues, artwork by Robbie Barat, the first artist to post work on Super Rare. The piece AI generated nude portrait number seven, frame 169. This is known as part of the story to the Lost Robbies. If you know about that art story, it's quite incredible. But the, a piece there sold for an unusual price of 125 ETH. So it'll be interesting to see if there are any other high-end gems on the art side of the market being discounted before the end of the year. And lastly, Coinbase has announced to its 100 million verified customers to ditch Tether and convert to USDC because USDC is one of the most trusted and reputable digital dollars fully backed by high quality reserves. Coinbase is offering to convert USDT to USDC for zero fees. On to crypto. Well, I no longer look at the charts. I just look at my finalars. The dailies, they look happy, which means BTC, ETH and Sol are all up. And overall, after a strong trading uh, week, uh, even though volume has pulled back, we still have some popular mints to come. So we could breach these double figures and just sort of range between 8 and 10 million for the rest of the month. So for now, that 24-hour forecast as we go into the weekend stays with clear skies. Back to you, folks. We got some breaking news as well here, real quick. Oh, breaking news! Breaking news, Nick! Breaking news, Nick! Breaking news, Nick! Nick! Breaking news! He's in the restroom. God damn it! He's totally well, in the Sorry, I was muted. Oh, mm-hmm. breaking news, everybody! Mm-hmm. Breaking Flush. news. GameStop is no longer focusing any efforts on cryptocurrencies after taking a $94.7 million net loss in Q3 and laying <laughs> off staff from their digital assets department. Ouch. Ouch. Put them on the list. Basically, every big entity, Short inclu- including Coinbase, that went and said, we're going to make an NFT marketplace lit. It seems like the magic number is $100 million bucks. They all spent $100 million bucks and lit it on fire. We're uh, only in at the 90 million, so we got 10 left to go, baby. 
I love it. So anyway, uh, fantastic weather report by Signal. Just some other updates from the Nifty Daily Digest, which is the newsletter published by Signal five days a week. You can sign up at thenifty.com, and you definitely should, ladies and gentlemen. We're giving out portals. That's what I'm talking about. Artblock's founder, Snowfro, hey, he invested in us. And artist Dimitri Cherniak weighed in on OpenSea's stance on royalties. Cherniak tweeted, it seems like the monopoly of OpenSea is about to be over, as internally they cling on this, onto this insane idea that they are protecting creators by forcing them to block their competitors. Whoa! Dimitri Cherniak dropping a little bit of poetry right on OpenSea's face. Blockchain sleuth Zach XBT received a donation of 100 Ethereum, 123,000 bucks from NounsDAO after a proposal was passed to fund their investigative journalism. The proposal wrote, Zach XBT is a public good serving the crypto ecosystem through tireless research exposing countless scams. Recent events have highlighted the dire need and importance of such work. Well, shout out to Nounsdow. Shout out to Zach XBT. He definitely is doing some pretty damn good work and somebody's got to do it. And it's not easy and it's risky shit. So that's what I'm fucking talking about. Some Solana news. American toy retailer Toys R Us has partnered with creative agency and NFT project Anybody's to mint on Magic Eden's launch pad. The collection size is 10K and the roadmap includes a new Toys R Us trading marketplace, limited edition toys, tokens, and more. They also sponsored Easy's Morning Show. So shout out to them for doing that. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Anyways. This show, it, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on one sec. What, 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 what? First of all, you mentioned the newsletter. I, I wanted to emphasize the fact that we're actually giving away portals to subscribers. From uh, if you're on the list this month, by the at the end of December, maybe right before New Year's, uh, send out an update to the people who ended up uh, winning. And uh, if you're if you sign up, you can get. A chance of that all you got to do is enter your emails at the nifty.com. But um, you, there's also another giveaway that we're doing. You're already familiar with that, right, Pia? Uh, I'm not. What, what is it? What do you mean? You were talking about it earlier. You're already familiar with the giveaway, and it's from Adito. Well, You're aware. Well, it's pinned to the top. About it. Tell us more about you gotta it. You got to retweet it. You got to retweet it. Uh, but look, here's the deal Adito. Uh, well, actually, do you know the artist behind Adito? Because uh, I was like, who is this Tony Sanchez? <laughs> I was wondering about that. I was like, yo, Tony, who is Tony Sanchez? <laughs> well, it turns out they're award winning and uh, has been all over the world in different galleries and museums with paintings that apparently have gone for upwards of $20,000, which is more than the paintings that I've sold. You know how many paintings I've sold, Pia? How many? Zero. He uses a technique called the Bende dot technique. I don't even know what that is, but I'd like a lesson. Maybe we could get him to give away. Uh, and I don't actually know. Yeah, it's, is it him? Uh, I, I've been having gender issues over the past couple of days. I don't know what the deal is. And I was in a group where they were talking about uh, gender issues and how apparently they teach that in school right now. You're like eight years old and you got to specify what your gender is. But have no worry. Tony Sanchez knows his gender and it's a him. He goes by his paintings go for upwards of $20,000 and uses that, that Bende dot technique. I want to get a lesson from him on that. The same, I, I, uh, can, it, I can it, give you some lessons. I'm a generative 
artist now. So Dude, if you ever need help, just let me know. It's not generative. It's those old cartoons, uh, like sort of like that feel like they're in a newspaper. So if you know those like newspaper style cartoons, yeah, I, I can do that as well. Uh, just give me like 15 minutes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Nick now has a, uh, for context, he uses an AI tool, uh, mid journey. And I, I did some research on this, spoke with, uh, an agency yesterday that was helping us with some branding stuff. And uh, the team there was saying before you hopped on the call, Pio, that uh, essentially the reason Mid Journey is so good is because it's way closer to just stealing straight up work. So it's more like a search engine uh, combined with a little bit of AI assisted adjustment. So you, so you can be like, well, it's not a direct copy. It's just pretty close. Yeah. Anyways, like some guys that are scared, they're about to lose their jobs. <laughs> um. Well, that is a situation that is uh, very likely. But this technique was also used by old school comic books. Like I was saying, everything's done by hand. It's very meticulous. It's an extensive process. He's been taking, spending years doing that. It's hard work. And he's dropping his first uh, ever NFT collection in collaboration with Odito. I don't know how they say it. O-D-I-T-T-O dot I-O titled Good vs. Evil. And uh, the collections from superheroes from the uh, inspired, I mean, the ones on the website are look pretty cool. And it reminds me of some of, uh, even a little bit of Andy Warhol in there, who's known for uh, just straight up stealing some of these characters. You got Darth Vader, you got Stormtroopers, you got Batman and Superman and uh, another Darth Vader that I'm looking at. Anyways, check it out at odito.io, uh, O-D-I-T-T-O dot I-O. Uh, the mint date is tomorrow, but uh, for people listening, wait, you can mint today? How do you do that? You can check out the link on their Twitter profile, which is pinned to the top. Well, it was as easy as that. And then retweet the tweet. You'll be answered for a chance to win. Well, that was straightforward. Hey, Odito, thanks for giving us some copy that we were able to read. That makes it way easier, you know, and I, I appreciate y'all for that. Odito.io. Check it out. I'm on the site. It looks pretty cool. Pio, what do you have to say about that? I'm, I'm taking notes, Nick. I'm taking notes. On, I'm about to school you on how to read an ad. That was incredible. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm pumped to hear from guys like Wizard, Bunny, Kane, NFT God, Sharks on the, on the stage who I got to meet in person in Miami. That was a, a lot of fun. Uh, you know what I mean? You met this? Wizard in Miami? I met Shark. You're right. You didn't meet Wizard because you weren't invited to his dinner, Pio. Just remember that. When you're thinking wow. about Wizard of Soho, just hold on to that that energy deep inside. When I go to bed at night, Wizard, I'm going to be thinking of you, okay? <laughs> and wow. it's not in, in a non-creepy way, all right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> well, look, Easy's got his hand raised. One thing I want to talk about today is all of a sudden, people are like, yo, maybe Binance is insolvent. Like all of a sudden, like if I go on Wait, Twitter you're seeing I, that discussed elsewhere? If I search for Binance right now, well, I retweeted one of the tweets. Dylan Le LeClaire, uh, who I, I enjoy following, said something about it. Mike Alfred, who's a big time Bitcoin uh, guy. Is Not a fan of this. 75% of Binance's uh, coins or what, excuse me, their reserves are held in like BNB, like Binance, USD and Tether. Uh, that'd be kind of gnarly if that went down. I don't know if this is just random FUD or if it's legit, but easy as his hand raised. Easy, what's on your mind? 
Yeah, so it was originally going to talk about two things, but I want to talk about the Binance situation. The fact that their reserves are held in BUSD, which they actually dropped a transparent audit showing that that is backed from Binance. So that's like a decent thing. But the other thing too is like all of their stable coins on Binance have to be in BUSD. So they do have, in my opinion, safety there. The USDT FUD has been around since literally pre-2017. Like there's always been speculation because they refused to drop their proof of reserves. And I don't think that's ever going to change personally, but I don't think they're insolvent. Um, if they are, we're in much bigger danger considering that's the largest cryptocurrency exchange globally. And I feel like if anything, they're, they're just going to have CZ come out and be like, here's the reserves, like F it, here it is. Proof that we're fine. They dropped an extension of the proof of reserves. The only thing they didn't drop was the liabilities. And that was what kind of drew the FUD conversation. The other thing I wanted to talk about was that the HGE, also known as 9x9x9 on the Ethereum side of things, fractionalized 50 punks on Solana. And in order to redeem them and wormhole them back to ETH, you have to buy a thousand of any of the punks fractional shares that they have been dropped. Uh, I burned one yesterday. So now Nick's twin, a red-haired, frizzied, blue-eyed makeup punk, is forever stuck on Solana. Wow. But, and okay. So that was a mid, uh, like, a, dude, take all of my competitors and burn them, dude. Take them That's all the and burn Yeah, I'm them. just slowly killing your family. Hey, I'm down for that, man. It, th- if this is phenomenal, we need. I, I want to get more. I want a Dow to murder my family, okay, and not my real family. I want to be clear because someone's going to take that snippet and now hold it against me and scare my entire family. But I want to be. Uh, I'm speaking about my punk family, a virtual existence. Anyone with that frizzy hair, buy them and burn them. Buy and burn, baby. Uh, look, we got Wizard of Soho on stage. I know that you what? are very privy to the macro are, environment of what's going on. Oh, oh, why, what, why are we moving what, on? What, Hold what, on. What, what, Easy what, just, what, what, like, we just, what, like, what, what, you, you, were you what, not what, entertained what, what, by Easy's massive fucking move that he just made there? That was, that he just, he, he's got size and he just showed you and hit you in the face with it. And you're now just being like, cool, man. Uh, next subject. Okay. Size was what did you want me to do? I just want to acknowledge the significance of what just went down there. Okay. First, 50, it was 50 punks, right? Easy. Yeah. 50 punks. 50 punks got transferred over to Solana through some magical thing called a wor- wormhole. Let's be clear. These wormholes are a bunch of bullshit anyways, but it, it went through the wormhole. Okay. And, uh, and it sounds cool. But what happened is, is that got fractionalized, right? Into those, how many tokens per punk, Easy? A thousand per punk. A thousand per punk. So they're fully fractionalized. So Easy took the big D move of taking one of those tokens, buying them. How much did you spend on that? 83 full US dollars backed by paper money. $83 he bought. And now basically those punks can never come back to ETH. Now, did anyone else do this? Were you? In, did someone encourage you or, or like incentivize you to do this? Like, what was the? No, we were actually live on stream and talking about them because they had dropped like twenty minutes before we went live, and people were actively trading them. And someone commented, "What happens if somebody burns one?" Like, it was a genuine question, and I was like, "Oh, that's a fucking beautiful idea." And, and, then, and then I started encouraging them. Wow! Yeah, and then Bunny well, was like, "Yeah, you should do it." And do you then, remember? Sure enough, now they're dead. Do you remember how big of a deal that was when? Uh, who was it that uh, killed the uh, board ape, burnt the ape? Oh. Taylor WTF. Taylor yeah. WTF. This is of similar significance. He's in, in that the crowd. 
it's burning. You're you've now locked it. You haven't burnt the punk, but you've you've prevented it from ever coming back to uh, ETH. One counter argument I would have is: is there pot the potential that maybe they fucked up with their contract? But is there the potential that instead what you actually did was just increase the share that each of the remaining tokens have of no, that punk? HG openly said too, because it's a multi-sig wallet in order to get those out. And that has to be like signed by five of the six people on it. He even said like, yeah, that at least one of the 50 punks now is forever stuck on Solana. Really? So yeah. there's no way around it because you just said five of them could sign this and just transfer it back. But you have to burn a... So in order, the way it's working is you have to own a thousand of any of the 50K shares to bridge one punk back. And right now there's no longer 50,000 shares. So one of those punks is forever stuck on the Solana blockchain. I mean, that's insane. This is a historical moment and it's led by none other than Easy Eats himself. How do you feel about having, you know, been a leader at this moment in time? Did you realize that, you know, you would have been the top story in the NFT space overall. I'd like to see the world burn. <laughs> I mean, wow. Talk about, you know, uh, Gabe Layden, watch out. Easy Eats may, may be the new king here. <laughs> nice. That was that was crazy. Uh, Bunny's got his hand raised. Bunny, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Bunny, Bunny, the shit-talking... Oh, he, he got <laughs> muted. Sorry. <laughs> I started playing music on my computer somehow. Um, I have a child here, dude. Uh, you know, I just, I just dropped one off at school. My uh, apologies. I have a one-year-old here. Uh, I'm making it work. No, I think the most interesting part with the punk thing was uh, that, like, you have IP rights, apparently, for all 1,000 of the same pictures, which is kind of weird. You have... IP? Wait, everyone gets IP rights for a token? Oh Yeah, yeah. somehow. That's what I'm talking about. They also, not only did we uh, burn a portion of a punk, but we just shit on them. We decentralized IP rights. Now now suddenly everyone can print stickers, you know? And because that's literally, what, what else do you do with IP rights? Like, is, is, I, I don't know, was there something else that you're supposed to do with it? You can uh, uh, start a drop shipping company. <laughs> now, and, and you just make the logo, that, that NFT? Yeah. I got a pin from somebody once. Okay, well that's that's fucking dope. I mean that that's what I'm talking about. Billion dollar businesses can be built here, people. Okay, you can print stickers, you can sell pins. I've seen people take the pin and put it on their shirt, and then you're like, "Yo, where is you that can thing put it from?" On wine bottles. You can oh, put it on wine oh. bottles. Wow. Okay, now you got it on a wine bottle. I think Classic. someone made a weed business. Nick, I got one more. You can uh, wrap your car with the logo and write off your car as a business expense. <laughs> there we go. That now that's that's the utility. I like that. So uh, sorry, IRS. I didn't make any money uh, this year, but I am driving this dope. You didn't even know Bentleys make SUVs, <laughs> but they do, and I own one now because uh, I can write that off as a business expense because I own a punk. I mean, Nick's got the right idea. So, ladies and gentlemen, we got Shark and Wizard of Soho on the show. And, uh, you know, both these guys really pay close attention to the macro environment and just what's going on in the economy in general. Uh, Wizard of Soho, what do you make of what's going on right now? Do you think 2023 is going to be down bad, bad? Uh, what are you thinking about? They compare you, Wizard of Soho, to the, uh, the federal chairman 
the Federal Reserve Chairman. So I don't know if you know that. That's him and then you. So I'm looking forward yeah, to your macro tech. Yeah, I think that's like right on point. Uh, um, honestly, the big, big kahuna right now is the CPI on December 13th. Uh, and then you have FOMC the next day. I think that's going to kind of drive everything in the market for the next like two months because the next FOMC, like the Fed meeting is not till like mid-December, uh, sorry, mid-February. So it, there's a there's a big span between now and then. And all of that's going to kind of be driven by the inflation print. You know, it's pretty simple. If it comes lower, that's going to be very bullish for the market. It's going to, you know, the last print that we got in November, which would have been October data, uh, came in on the low side and that's why you kind of saw the market kind of you know move up from the lows um, so if you get another good uh, data like that uh, you know obviously you know uh, hopefully it's not the last month was not a fake out so if you get a good print I think that's gonna just keep the trend going uh, you're gonna see you know obviously you'll see eat crypto everything pumped towards you know, at least if so we get a lower print by even 0.1 percent in expectation i think you see at least like five to ten percent move up uh across the board uh in the majors and then you know you see nasdaq and all of that pump up as well but yeah i you know that's that's kind of the big big move i think overall you know market's still under a lot of pressure i think the way to like when like the, the the absolute way to ensure that we've hit the bottom is when you see unemployment rate hit like close to five percent it's around 3.7 percent right now because that's when the fed will be forced to uh basically uh you know uh, uh pivot as they say like right now they're just going towards like a slowdown in the pace of hikes so that's nowhere close to a pivot i mean inflation is still running higher than expectation employment rates still like booming ahead but if you do see that push towards there because you know the fed's got a dual mandate right they have to keep price stability which is you know keep inflation low but they have a second mandate which is keep employment uh, uh like at a good level too so i think uh, once you start creeping up towards five percent and we're, we're not close to that right now but once we start creeping up towards that we'll definitely see uh, the fed uh hands get pushed but ideally by then so i think that will happen like five percent you'll see close to summer but remember Hello? market's definitely forward looking right if market what, what's going on there y'all are just like <laughs> he's, a, he's like, a busy man he's he's on the move is she is she your personal driver wizard huh yeah yeah i'm getting i'm getting driven right now yeah <laughs> but you know it's it, that's that's just kind of how it is i think um you're going to see the world in a recession for sure but that does not mean that the market's going to be that bad like always remember like you know the markets are forward-looking even in the great financial crisis we saw the market turn uh and see a recovery in fall of 2009 where we were in the depths of it so i think it's all about you know where unemployment goes where inflation goes and that's kind of what i'm looking i'm mostly spot long Sitting long, uh, sitting long, uh, silver, sitting long, gold, sitting long, uh, long and bonds, sitting long, some crypto, obviously NFTs. Uh, but I'm just kind of waiting to see what happens with CPI to kind of move around my portfolio more. Well, I got some follow up questions for Wizard of So. I want to hear from Kix, who has his hand raised. Kix, what's going on? Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I've been uh, following some some people talking about, uh, you know, when the pivot is going to happen or. Um, whatever like that, uh, uh, about that, the most interesting thing, and I didn't think this was the case, but apparently, uh, whenever the fed pivots, um, it's actually bearish and it, uh, the, uh, it, like on average, the equities drop like another, like 30% after that. Well, there you go. So once the pivot comes short, 
So uh, we're so we're going short. I just uh, I just bought ten grand of Solana. That I feel like that was. Did you? Was, did you? Was really? that like a dumb move? Did you really? I did. I just bought ten k of Solana. Oh shit! Easy. What do you think about Damn, that, son? Where'd you find this? Easy's in the restroom now. Nah, sorry, I'm walking my dog. I mean, I'm a fan of it. I was just hey, e Easy. Like thanks for your commitment to this show. Really appreciate it. He's out here just hey, on listen, the street. We got Wizard in the car. Seven taking calls for the business. <laughs> Doing shows before yeah, this I was, show, you know. All right, one of us I, is out here working, Nick. Okay. Um, no, but I, I was about to. Next I was about to literally yell at Nick and be like, "I, I, I did miss that call. Hours. I showed up ten minutes yeah. late, and everybody he, was already gone." It's nine forty-six, and Easy's legit two and a half hours into a pro, like a proper work day. So I don't want to hear that. But Easy, go ahead. Easy, step up your game more, man. Start <laughs> at five. Walk your dog at five. Um, yeah, I, I think that CPI next week is going to have a, a negative price action across the board. So, I mean, I'd still have been consistently DCAing into Seoul. Just not a ton, but like sub $20 I've been waiting for since literally I got into Solana. So where we are now, I don't mind buying into it because the longer time horizon, even if we don't go back to all-time highs, I still think like where we had the support and resistance in the 30 to 40 range felt so much more stable and the sentiment around that range gave me like wild confidence and I think we end up getting back there in shorter term than like over a five-year span but I still think it five-year outlook like Seoul's community has literally only gotten strong post FTX the, yeah. I mean the, I'm I'm super bullish on it it seems like one of the most uh highest upside bets at this point I don't know how much I'm of it I'm gonna buy but uh 10k felt like the right number I don't know at that moment <laughs> So, uh, so here we are. I like to really think through some of my strategies, but you know, shout out to Easy. You know, basically the most iconic person in the NFT space at this moment in time, due to that incredible punk burn move that he just did. Everyone is just talking about it, Easy, and uh, I'm just getting a flood. My whole my whole feed on Twitter, including uh, I think Joe Biden may Nick, have just you should uh, burn your PFP. Uh, Nick, burn the PFP. There's no way that's happening. I mean, it'd make big news if you did it. It might go viral, except it wouldn't. Okay. Hey, easy. You should burn your house down. <laughs> so that would be huge news. We'll write a story about it and be like, this guy had so much conviction in crypto, he doesn't even have shelter anymore. His his salon keeps him warm at night. Uh, yeah, I like that approach. Sorry, Pia, you're about to throw to somebody. Sorry, I stole the ball. And then was just like, uh, what am I doing with this ball? Yeah, he go. took the ball and double dribbled. Uh, Shark, you watch the market closely. Obviously, I consider you like Solana native in some ways. You're repping a D-God. You know, what do you think about a $10,000 buy of Solana right now? What do you think about Wizard of Soho's uh, thoughts that the market is forward-looking? And just because we go into a deep recession in 2023, it doesn't necessarily mean that the price action reflects that. What do you think of that? Yeah, no, I think there's a lot to unpack, and I, I'm actually looking at Punk 1561, and I might have to keep this Punk on Solana, too. Uh, I don't know. There's only 999 shares, so maybe someone did already, but I, I'm uh -oh. all down with burning these Punks and keeping them on Solana forever. Oh, my God. One at a time, one day at a time. But, uh, yeah, going with what Wizard was saying, I agree. It's kind of uh, one big meeting, and then the year's kind of over in the finance world, I think, where, uh, you know, next at the end of next week, it's kind of everyone goes on vacation holiday. What I'm watching in this period is kind of tax loss selling. You haven't really seen too much, at least, impact on the NFT floors, at least on the Solana side. 
because everyone's probably already down uh, on the Solana value. And then, uh, yeah, I think on the macro side, something I'm watching also is like the dollar chart. If you just check out the chart of the dollar, looks on a technical level like the the tops in. So now the kind of conversation has had is like the world's kind of experienced the booming dollar for the last few years. And now it's like what happens when that reverses? So, uh, you know, probably commodities like gold, silver, oil is all pretty interesting in a a weak dollar environment. Um, But other than that, uh, Solana buy. Yeah, I think. People are kind of can't forget about the regulation that's coming. You know, you're going to have SBF probably in Congress or at least uh, on a video in Congress within the next couple of weeks. Off that, I expect, uh, you know, some bills or some legislation to bubble up in Congress for crypto. So that's kind of a big risk I see near term. And then other than that, it's it's kind of nice to see the level of activity like Toys R Us minting on Solana today. You know, the institutions definitely have got burned, but they're not really scared of participating in crypto right now. So, yeah, I think kind of discount cost averaging in and just uh, accumulating during this time, uh, you should be. I think that's the move right now, uh, not financial advice. Well, Nick's allergic to dollar cost averaging, uh, considering the 10K buy. I just dollar cost average with 10K. It's just your size (laughs) and my size. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how much Nick's averaging in with, but maybe he's just doing 10K <laughs> daily buys. I don't know. I got like I mean, $40 million I got to deploy here, Pio. Okay. D- DC investors actually buying 10 Ethereum a week. And he's like, yeah, I can do this for a long time. Nick's basically doing the same thing. Signal raised their hand. Signal, what do you think about what Shark and Wizard of Soho have said? And then I want to throw to NFT God, who we haven't heard from yet. And I want to get 1% better. So I got to hear from NFT God after Signal. But Signal, what's going on? Yeah, ZK, we were talking about yesterday actually saying that you're like the like the representative of a D God. Uh so it's good to see you here today. I was I was gonna ask on your point about a weak dollar. So do you think as the dollar weakens, we're actually gonna see risk on for assets such as gold, crypto, oil, simply because European investors will be interested to step in so we don't actually go down even though the dollar is weakening? Yeah, I mean it's kind of it's tough to really find there's such a big market it's tough to identify like one specific cause driving the price action but it generally you know the weak dollar any assets denominated in dollar if the dollar goes down it should increase so that that's what makes commodities attractive but the more kind of ominous sign is that this might be a sign on kind of uh, you know, U.S. GDP import export type of trade balance. And if people start dumping a dollar, it could start questioning. And this has already been the narrative for like the last six months is questioning the reserve status. Uh, there's some speculation that Russia is going to roll out a, uh, you know, gold or petro backed uh, linked instrument. So, yeah, it's kind of a little bearish. It could also be a little read into the pivot where the market's expecting a pivot uh, just given the amount of interest debt or the interest that we have to pay on the debt. Are you saying years. reserve status of the, of the U.S. dollar is under concern? Yeah, I think not immediately, but definitely uh, that you could see a lot of G6 countries are questioning the dollar, moving reserves around and picking up gold. But yeah, I think, yeah. What? There's no concern of U.S. dollar not being a reserve. This is fun. All. I mean, what type of, are you from China? We got to the, the, the talk is there's that literally no concern at all in the market. Like, that, yeah, that's ridiculous. Sure, the only reason I, dollar, I mean, the do, dollar moves down because it's a real yield, right? Like, so gold moves up. Like, gold is basically like a like a bond, right? So it's like a real yield bond with no maturity. 
so when rates, so dollar moves with rates. So as okay. rates move up, uh, dollar moves up. So rates move down, dollar moves down. So dollar moves down, rates move down. That means that money goes into risk assets. So that's why when dollar moves down, you'll see like uh, uh, stock and stuff, um, stocks and stuff like growth stocks, for example, they start moving up because the dollar is part of the discounting factor on the equation for equity pricing. So every time dollar and rates move down, you'll see growth stocks move up. So you think about crypto in the same way uh, because your discounting factor gets smaller. So your price gets bigger, you see what I'm saying? But there's zero concern of the US dollar ever not being maybe 50, 100 years from now, but not anytime soon. Well, Wizard of Soho, I actually read different. What I heard is the new standard moving forward is the Chinese Yuan uh, is what we're using as a stable coin globally. And it's very clear that our future leaders, the great, uh, the, the, you know, great country of China is going to be taking over everything. And it's better that you now uh, convert all of your money into yuans. That's what I'm just hearing. That's what I'm saying. Which which makes sense because they're heavily financial aligned advice, right? with financial advice. Yeah, it's financial advice, and I you may not actually believe this, but they're heavily aligned with today's sponsor, Odito. <laughs> Odito, also known as the People's Republic of China's government arm, uh, we're really excited to be sponsored by them today. No, of course we're just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. But retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Odito. Okay, so Odito is collabing with. Oh, like you're reading it. Pio messages me says you read all of it, and then and then literally is like you I know heard what your I first feel, one. I, I feel like I'm going to go with it. No, go ahead, read it, Pio. Let's hear how you do, and then let us know, people, who did a better job, me or Pio. I want to. I want the competition to go down. Okay, so in the bottom right, ladies and gentlemen, you see that little thought bubble? Uh, post your comments. Who does a better ad read, me or Nick, after I, I read this? Let me tell you, I heard Nick. Oh, ditto. Oh, ditto. There you go. Oh, ditto. And I heard Nick's and, uh, you know, I thought that it was necessary to step in. But anyway, Odito is collabing with world-renowned artist Tony Sanchez for his first ever fine art collection, Good Versus Evil. Okay, so it's a story-driven NFT in the sense that since the dawn of time, humanity's been faced with the ultimate battle between good and evil. And in every moment, each of us must choose a path to take. So the choices are not always easy. And because the correct answer isn't always obvious and even when it is it's ingrained in our human design to be tempted to be evil so See, Span spanish born artist tony sanchez he's out here to basically you capture, skipped the sentence you just skip, you skipped nick, over it nick i mean look first of all uh you're gonna be paying for this sponsored spot out of your pocket by the end of this but anyway spanish born artist tony sanchez is basically just looking to capture that essence in his colorful comic book inspired nft collection good versus evil i posted some of the artwork below the pin tweet at the top so the work is executed in a super fun dynamic and engaging style uh it screams pop art if you think roy lichtenstein that's the type of art style that you're seeing right now who's Each Roy Lichtenstein. I don't even know Roy. Yeah, I'm not surprised that you don't because you don't know about art. But anyway, ladies and gentlemen, make sure you retweet the tweet that's pinned at the top. Follow Odito. We're going to be dropping uh, the giveaway winners later in the show. And as usual, bottom right, click on that little thought bubble. Let oh, us know. Oh, the dots guy. Yeah, who did the best? Uh, you know, who did the best ad read here? I think it's well, pretty obvious. But go yeah, ahead. Yeah, you just read in. every sentence. Whereas I gave commentary referring to. The, uh, the, the association with China, which to me felt like a very strong association and something that Odito w wanted to be associated with, 
Whereas you ended up just being like, I'm, I'm going to read every sentence directly. And I just feel like there's a main difference between that. You know, one of them, maybe my approach results in sponsors leaving and, and just disappearing, <laughs> but, but the audience enjoys that. That's the distinction. So everybody, can you just post in the comments in the lower right-hand side, there's a button there. Just click on that and let Pio know that he needs to step up his game when it comes to sponsorship reads because some of them tend to be more entertaining and uh, his was just very straightforward. Just let him know that uh, so that um, we all know that I'm the better ad reader. Anyways, we can move on to the rest of the show. And actually, real quick, they're on stage. My question is this. Is it Odito or is it Odito? <laughs> it's actually Odito. Odito. Okay. <laughs> See, I, you know what happened was we had a, a party in Miami. And uh, that was by Haritos. And I, I, you know, and I just figured we were transitioning from Jaritos to Odito. And I, you're, you're I, brushing up on your Spanish. Nick has the most Latin flavor out of anybody in the NFT space. I'd say if you meet Nick in the, in person, he just screams Latin America. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you Wait, see Nick, me, were you at the Jaritos party? Did you try my wine? We were serving our that wine. That was there. our party, bro. Yeah. Did you Wait. Um, did you try the Evenco wine? No, I didn't. I did not try any wine. It, usually, I don't even drink. I haven't drank for like six months. But there I was. I had one. I had a, a Nick cocktail. Had two cocktails that okay, night. Okay, now Pio's counting. It's Pio's the equivalent. Counting. He was hammered. It's the equivalent of me or Easy sticking our head into a barrel of cocaine and just you know treating it like an oxygen tank. Okay. Uh, it was it was definitely pretty wild to see. Um, but speaking of you know doing cocaine, I want to throw to NFT God because he. I thought you were going to throw to our sponsor based better. on that comment. <laughs> I want to hear how to get one percent better. NFT God, give us the you got the answers. Give us the answer. How are we all getting one percent better today? I, I saved that secret for the newsletter, and, and as a reminder to the people here, I'm giving two portals away in the newsletter this week, uh, more than the portal. This week? Away. <laughs> I didn't realize I had to do the giveaway this week. God damn it. Okay, well, look, here's the deal. Well, I'll, I'll give one of them, one of them, God, I can't even speak. One of <laughs> NFT drinking. God's NFTs is going to go away. Right uh, this week, if you're if you sign up, today's the last day. Sign up at the nifty.com. It's free. If like, how, how I about just, this? If more people sign up for Nifty's newsletter than mine, I'm flooring all 33 of mine and crashing the floor price. So think well, about it. There that we go. Like a pretty good deal for us. I like that. Those, so. I'll be buying those up, dude. What what's the price you'll sell them at? Give me the number. Uh, uh well, we'll see. Let's see how many signups you get. Then we'll determine how, how much I crash. Dude, you don't want to compete with me, player. <laughs> I'm just saying we haven't even we haven't even turned on the 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 engine. The Nick engine. Dude. Watch out for the Nick engine, ladies what? and gentlemen. <laughs> Holy shit. Dude, if I I'm now I just switched my title. I'm chief growth officer and Whoa. I'm now just focusing on dominating the shit out of NFT God <laughs> newsletter. Are we having a newsletter off right now? Yeah, that's what's going on. Okay. Oh so, shit. I don't even I, have a sign-up thing on my own personal profile. Actually, I do. If you click if the you link, you can on show me proof that you unsubscribe from Nifty and then subscribe. No, to <laughs> I okay. will give you a portal. Everyone who does that. <laughs> we, okay, we didn't discuss the terms and service of this deal here. Okay. I, I, listen, listen. There's, there's no uh, rules of. War okay, fine. I'll do the same letter. thing. If you unsubscribe from <laughs> NFT God's uh, <laughs> uh, newsletter. 
I'll, uh, it's no I'll, holes barred newsletter off right uh, dude this is how it's going i'm not just giving it to everyone who unsubscribes but uh, i will keep buying portals and giving it to everyone who unsubscribes <laughs> 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 but nft got threatening us by buying our he's NFT like i'm gonna go fucking bastard. bankrupt playing this game <laughs> it's like the episode of curb where larry and rosie o'donnell argue over who's gonna do the nicer gesture for the other person but <laughs> NFT God, let us know what's the story, how we get 1% better today, what's on your mind? All right, so I'm going back to uh, the conversation we're having before about how to make money. And, and actually, this is, uh, I'll say something nice about Nick here. We're going to start a dividend show actually in the next month because my dividend portfolio is up about 40% on the year despite literally everything else being down. Uh, so if you're looking to actually make money, I would actually advise not buying as many cartoon JPEGs uh, because AbV, the creators of uh, Botox, is up for me about 80% on the year. I was talking to my sister last year. She says everyone she knows has Botox parties. And so I, I bought AbV. It's up like 80%. Um, I, dividend stocks are the way to go. Where does your sister live? LA? Uh, no, South Florida. Uh, Miami, actually, was the bet I should have had, actually. Yeah. But um, okay. Well, Everyone she knows has Botox parties, so let's get it. <laughs> that's, that's how you get 1% better every day. <laughs> uh, that's what I like to hear. Um, NFT God, what do you think about like what do you think about the art side? Because like as I talk to more people, it becomes clear like gaming's a different thing. Gaming's its own bag. But I'm wondering, what do you think about like value accrual to the art side? Because for example, we had NFT statistics on Node Mode yesterday. It was a fucking fantastic episode. Really enjoyed it. And we were talking about, I basically just asked like, what is going to make XYZ PFP collection go up in price? Because a lot of this shit to me is actually really performing pretty well when you kind of think about the supplies, right? Most of the 2021 notable profile picture collections on the Ethereum side have 10,000 in the primary collection and then 20,000 in the secondary collection. That's like consistent for, for most of them. A bunch of them have that. And if you look at the floor prices that are being held, it's actually pretty good. Like I look at just you know random at a PFP collection. Doodles right now, 7.3 ETH floor. There's 10,000 of them. Uh, World of Women, where's that one at? I think that floor is like... Just just under two E, there's 10,000 of them. There's 20,000 world of women underneath that. I'm just trying to understand like what is really going to make that stuff go up. And then meanwhile, in art blocks land, everything is pumping. There was an art plug uh, node. What's the, what uh, did Fontana run to? Fontana's cool looking art block. What could you mint to that? Like I know node knows all this price action. Also the one with the words, like node, what's going on with art blocks? Because it seems like it's it's pumping big, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Fontana went from it was a Dutch auction. It minted out at 0.5, and it shot up to 13 ETH. Uh, now it's like just over 11, I think, or 12. Uh, yeah, there was a there was one uh, called Fake It Till You Make It that was not initially received well uh, in the market because it was literally like it's these word phrases that were generatively created, uh, and uh, they, I mean, I think that minted out it some really low number like 0.2 or you know 0.15 or it, it got really low and then those shot up to like two ETH uh and I think I think that one in particular is is uh, it's more of like almost like the meme play within art blocks right that there's 
there's just like a, some generative words that people wanted to collect. Um, but I think in general, what's, what's, what's working well is that there's their, their, their collection sizes that continue to, you know, go down over time. Right. So it's like the new collections, like Fontana was 500 and a lot of the new ones are coming out are 100, 200, 300 supply. So it doesn't take a lot for things to move really quickly one direction or the other. I wouldn't say like all of our blocks is, is pumping in general, but like, I mean, everything that I've been uh, excited about and holding like has been holding up really well and, and, and gone up. Like when we started node mode, I think memories of Chilin was at like maybe three ETH or something like that. And uh, that's hovering around eight ETH now. So uh, yeah, I think, I think, I mean, a lot of people, it seems like there's a, there's this like momentum uh, of people that are slowly uh, being more comfortable saying, hey, I, I can hold art and I feel better about holding that long term than having to deal with all the ups and downs of the rest of the market. So, yeah. So NFT God, you've you've been pessimistic about, you know, some aspects of the NFT market and rightfully so. But can you see like the value accrual play for fine art specifically? Is that something that you can grasp or like what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the only winning trade I've made this year in NFTs is on art. When I, I bought the the Grant Yun uh, City of Japan or whatever it's called, and it's like doubled in the last few months, which is great. But no, I think art is, I, I've said it for a while, I think art's the best utility for NFTs. Uh, I, I think a vast majority of PFP collections, maybe you know, 90% are just disguised Ponzi schemes. And I, I think the sweet spot might be if you're really into the art of a PFP collection, that could be a good middle ground. But, you know, people get really connected to their art, but people typically only buy PFP collections if they're they're looking for something free down the road. Like you look at Clonex, it's made by Nike. They released free value, the you know, these monolith twos, but that wasn't good enough, the free value. Now everything's tanking. Like it, it just... It, very, very difficult to please people who buy PFP collections. People who buy art, they're probably holding it for long term. So I think art is by far one of the best utilities of NFTs. It'd be the only thing I'd buy right now in the NFT space, to be honest. Uh, that Ethereum and, and Botox are like the three categories <laughs> I'm looking at. Well, I mean, to, to talk about this for a second, art... <laughs> <laughs> art is the only uh, sector of the NFT space that's kind of in its final form, so to speak. Like, obviously, it's going to continue to evolve. But I mean, in the sense that like art is art on on blockchain technology, and we're already there. We're waiting for somebody to make like this really robust gaming ecosystem that's going to, uh, you know, accrue value. And, and, you know, there's people that are doing a great job starting to build those those entities and i fully believe that those entities are going to exist but they don't exist yet so i feel like arts in its final form you know i'm i'm grateful that we have a lot of artists listening in the audience right now i saw wisby emojiing during that wisby really talented uh, sculpture artist that dropped nfts i'd say the problem with art right is that sometimes you you buy the art and you end up getting rugged i bought wisby's uh Vandal NFT, and I expected an eight-foot gummy bear physical metallic sculpture to be delivered to my house because I bought the NFT, even though there was an addition of like 900, and I didn't get the big nine-foot gummy bullshit, bear. Dude. That's bullshit, Wisby. What's going on? Where's my massive physical gummy bear sculpture for my apartment? No, I'm just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Wisby's art super dope, and I did not actually expect a gummy bear. I, I saw do. Easy raise his hand then we got shark and i can't wait to hear from Cade, also known as casey neistat easy what's going on 
I thought I was Casey Neistat. This is bullshit. You're Nikki Neistat. You're like the the, the I junior got some more level breaking one. news. Oh, breaking news, Nick! Hit it. Hey, I got the button this time. Breaking news. That's so smooth. Uh, from Easy, the number one NFT influencer of the day, absolutely dominating the space right now. Easy, give it to us. Discord is officially partnered with Solana. To oh, I saw that. Roles. That's not breaking. It, bro, it dropped two hours ago. Your ass <laughs> okay. was still in bed when you read the announcement. Uh, oh, zing. Talking about whether or not I was in bed. I wasn't in bed, son. Actually, I may have been. I may, I may have actually but been yeah, in bed. But yeah, so now you can officially link Solana wallets to your Discord, and it allows for confirmation of the age of the wallet, if it was recently active, and if it has at least 0.1 Solana to assign roles. And so it also, the blockchain. one of my favorite parts of that new feature is uh, that it's way easier for you to get fished. So if you're looking to get fished on uh, Discord, hop on, connect your Solana wallet, and just get screwed over. As a pro, <laughs> I'm glad that you can give us that insight, my friend. Uh, I'm just look, pumped that now Easy's uh, PFP collection bow. I mean, I, I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. Wow. My bad, guys. I, I, I mean, oops, oops. I didn't mean to drop that. Why would you uh, even do that? Uh, That's uh, just uh, rude, dude. That, uh, I, and uh, I'm, uh, I mean uh, that with uh, all sincerity. Uh, uh, That's like... Well, should, it, you know what we should do? It that'd be like key? outing easy right now and being yeah, like on, uh, man. talking about his sexuality when he didn't want that to be disclosed. <laughs> Thank you. God. <laughs> what we should do is actually buy one of these punks and use it as a trait in the collection since we get full IP rights. Oh! Oh, my God. Look at that. I mean, you guys are seeing this shit live in 4K. This is how magic happens. Creation right here. This is like watching Jackson Pollock splatter enamel paint on a canvas Some in Beethoven pressing the keys in real time. <laughs> Straight up, man. Holy shit. Uh, we got Shark with his hand raised. I can't Shark. believe what I just witnessed. <laughs> that, that was crazy. Shark, you got your hand raised. What's going on? Yeah, I just wanted to pop in and say uh, what NFT God was saying and kind of easy is that one of the main catalysts that's going on right now for art is uh, cross-chain, right? Because now you're not you're taking the art, you're removing the native token risk, whether it's Soul or ETH or Tezos, wherever they're dropping art. And a lot of these artists are also selling stuff at auction houses, you know, in USD value. So art makes a lot of sense where it has a, a constant USD value peg. And also the, the expectations of collectors are way more aligned, kind of what NFT guy was saying. With PFPs, it's almost like never enough because there's people trading constantly, entering and exit the collection. They get the airdrop and they sell the NFT. Where art, you have people that are long-term collectors. They throw that shit in the ledger. There's no liquidity anyway. And it turns out like the, the art on Solana, the volume has been going crazy. The price action has been going crazy. And there's so much new art popping up everywhere. And I think... Really, the ultimate game in the bear market is trading with PFP liquidity to, to stack art for long term. I think that's a, a decent play. I love that angle. No, do you buy in Solana art or are you sleeping? I have, uh, I got a couple pieces of Solana art, but I, I need to do more. I'm def I got the, uh, the John Lay, one of those GM editions. I'm looking around. I've been buying a little bit on Tezos, to be honest. There's some good stuff on, on Tez that I've, I, mean, there's just so much good art there. So, yeah, not so much on Solana yet, but I am looking. I'm quoting you on that. You said that uh, Solana ain't shit and it's all about Tezos. Uh, so in the Tezos versus Solana, you know, battle, we know where you stand. We got Cade on stage. Cade, well, clearly, on? hold on. Clearly, you can't quote me on that because I don't swear. So you just totally made that line up 100% because, I mean, you can look back in the records. There will not be one swear word from Node 
over the course, unless you call, unless crypto dick butts count. But, uh, you know, putting words in my mouth over here, Mr. And, and we're seeing a lot more action on the Solana art side, which uh, I'm going to be honest, if they, if Solana takes over Tezos, which uh, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see that happen. And that's Ooh. what I'm plotting. That's why I think that Solana is going straight to 300. You know, that's, <laughs> that's why uh, they bought 10 grand dollar se cost average. Seems like a fair target price. Uh, Cade, you got your hand raised. Can't wait to hear from you, amigo. What's going on? Dude, uh, well, just honestly, to give myself a little bit of uh, like context, just because uh, probably people in here don't know, I just do YouTube, uh, host the Joy Shkina podcast show, and I operate in Winter Space. But uh, this actually goes a little bit back to what Anthony Gott was saying in regards to the art pieces. So to tell a quick story, I bought it, uh, I minted a Polygoons NFT like way back in the day, and I knew they had a really famous founder. And so the play was basically it's a PFP project, but it's got this super famous artist. And I ended up minting a one-of-one one Polygoons. And it's the first time I've ever... Like, have any of you guys ever minted a one-of-one? One? Like, I don't even know what happened, bro. Like, my entire brain shut off. It was crazy. And I got all these crazy offers on it. And I ended up holding it, of course. And I held it. And I held it. And I held it. And I held all the way fucking down. So my question for the holding the art piece is, is like... When does it bridge into like art category versus like art by a, a person and it's kind of like high condition on them, kind of like with Motion Marcus and Invisible Friends? Like, does that count as art or where does that fit in? If a uh, node calls it art, it's art. If he doesn't, it's not. Like, that's really the be the benchmark that I set. Couple of quick notes that need to be said here. To well, Pio, it looked like you had something to say, but I was gonna say. One, if you're not following him, if you're not following Node, you're just a dumbass, basically. Now, I don't like calling our audience <laughs> dummies, and I would never say that about you individually. I'm just saying this in the sort of broad sense that if you don't follow him, you're being stupid, okay? And so make a smart financial decision and follow this guy. He doesn't have enough followers, and it's like shocking to me when I go and look at this. I'm like, how does a man of such substance and insight not have that many followers. And, and I want to be clear, if he was a woman also, I'd be okay with that. And I would have said the exact same thing. But anyways, P.O., what were you going to answer? Well, what I was going to say, I was going to give an actual response, but I agree. I, I love also how you just like, yeah, if you're in the audience and you don't follow Node, you're a dumbass. Like the way you said it was just so dead serious, just insulting people like on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But anyway, Cade, the way that I look at, and, and look, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse on this, but I guess I'll, I'll just say it. Obviously every profile, uh, picture collection is, you know, quote unquote art. But if I go, if I break down the three, uh, the three most favored categories of the NFT market thus far, obviously these are subject to change and I think will certainly change, right? But if I look at the three categories that the market has favored so much, uh, or, the, or the most, I should say, it's generative art, so when Node talks about art blocks, right, they're these collections that have liquidity that are the generative art medium, if you will, which collectors believe will be a major movement or is a major movement in the art world, will be historically important, just like impressionism, just like surrealism, just like insert art movement here, um, pop art, whatever. That's the assumption of generative art. So that's Fidenza. That's the uh, ringers. That's all of the art blocks and all of the different stuff, right? Then the other two categories that the market has favored and actually has, has basically favored more are the cartoon animal profile picture. That's like Board Ape Yacht Club, Moonbirds, uh, you know, insert cartoon animal 
uh, profile picture collection here. And then cartoon humanoid profile uh, picture collection. So that's like doodles. That's like uh, D-Gods would be, would be in that category. So those are the three categories that have been favored the most. I would say that Invisible Friends falls into cartoon humanoid profile picture collection. I wouldn't put it in a generative art collection, even though, yes, technically it is generative it's, art because it's, it's a also a picture. rug. Like it's a well known okay. rug. Invisible okay. Friends, it's a well known rug. Shout okay. out to that team. So Nick has wait, this. Wait, 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 what? Wait, what? Nick has a hot take on this that gets people big mad. Nick likes to just get whole groups of people furious at him, and then he does. He randomly does like show me a tweet where he's like, "That this person's really mad at me," and I'm like, "Nick, you say really gnarly shit that affects entire groups of people. You should be surprised that that not more people are aggressively." You're, you're, you're acting like I'm like Kanye over here with my statements. I basically all I said was that they were a rug. What happened though when I said it was they then launched something that exact day <laughs> and then the floor like doubled in price. So like if you're if you're listening to me for that, just get it right. But I just wanted to say no one heard about invisible friends. They like go, they go dead silent for a period of time. And as we know, there's only two metrics uh in this uh in this NFT space. Does it look good on my profile picture? And two, have I heard anything from that team recently? That's the only thing that matters in this space. That's that's the if you want financial advice, that's it. If you were going to listen to kicks, there'd be a three uh, item number three, which is critical, which is how good does their website look? Uh, it doesn't matter the content of the website. It just means does it look okay? You know, does it look like they know how to make a website? Do that? Does it look like maybe when they were younger they they made websites on GeoCities? If you know that they made they made websites on GeoCities, there's a good chance that that website today looks fresh, you know? Well, that's, that's a great that, point. I was going to say like that that fact that you just said that, the fact that the bar is so low, but it also just brings in, because Pio, you talk about this a lot of like building your skill set and making content and stuff like that to make a career for yourself in this world. Because the bar is kind of low and because there's not that many people here, literally, if you can just lock in a couple skills, you can kind of like be good if you can just figure out the social game and network around and stuff like that. I agree, or, man. There's one other thing you could do. Pio, do you know what it is? Uh, I have an idea, but I'd like to, to get some clarity from you, Nick. Uh, dude, you could go over to oditto.io. It's O-D-I-T-T-O.io. And it's going to, the, the amount of insight you're going to get on that site. Actually, before you do that, for real, for real, retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top. Like, uh, because we're just throwing away so many things here today that we're giving away. Uh, it's, it's like, it's fucking Christmas today on the episode okay i'm giving away portals nft god's giving away portals if you unsubscribe from nft god which is a good idea there's a chance that you get a portal and uh and odito is giving away two of tony sanchez's nfts and uh, uh as we all know tony sanchez's art looks very similar to Roy Lichtenstein, an artist that i've been a fan of for a long period of time lichtenstein so, so Okay, well, I, I say it the correct way. You say, uh, you know, potato, potato. So potato, tomato. So uh, in terms of uh, Odito, dude, they got an upcoming ultra limited fine art NFT collection, good versus evil by Tony Sanchez. Tony Sanchez uh, is basically falls into the same category as the greatest artists of all time. 
The public mint is tomorrow, but our listeners will be able to mint it right now. If you check out the Twitter profile, pin to the top. So just retweet it, check out the profile, and go pick one up. I might even pick one up. I wish I could hang this on my wall. How do I get it on my wall? That's the that's the real question. Like, is there some like print available in any way, or is this purely digital, Odito? Purely digital, but we actually have one on a token frame in our gallery um, in uh, Palm, mm-hmm. Palm Beach, and it looks pretty dope on the token frame. Okay, well then I guess I'm gonna have to get a token frame to to hang up the good versus evil image that I'm gonna get from Tony Sanchez on the Odito site. Uh, Tony, shout out to Spain. That's where he's from, Valencia, Spain, and exhibits around the world. Have you have you been to Spain before, Pio? I have. Okay, and did you enjoy the food that you were eating there? I thought it was fantastic. I don't know if Tony's a good chef, but he's cooking up some good art. And his work's currently on display in museums and galleries around the world, such as M1 Fine Art in London. I've never been to that gallery, have you? I have not. I haven't been there, and I haven't been to the Odito Gallery in Palm Beach, Florida. And I haven't been to the Fine Art Galleries in New York, which is crazy because I live in New York, and I like to act like I'm cultured. But anyone listening to this show, as they know, knows that your boy Nifty Nick isn't really cultured. He just <laughs> eats at three Michelin star restaurants on the daily and thinks that that gives him culture while his bank account goes down. But Tony Sanchez's paintings, they're done by hand. They're on canvas using acrylic and diamond dust. What? Yo, you know what I once said? I was like, when my goal in the future is having... You know how you have your salt and pepper grinder, or you got your pepper grinder, you got your salt shaker. I wanted a diamond grinder on my table so I could just sprinkle my food with diamonds. And this man, Tony Sanchez, is a man after my heart with that style. Okay. So throw diamond dust on there. Pio's getting pissed about this sponsor read because it's gone off for fucking 10 minutes at this point. Pio, this is how you do it. He's releasing his first ever fine art NFT collection titled Good vs. Evil on OpenSea. Features five superheroes and villains. I'm almost done. Uh, he just, P.O.'s actually shocked right now. He's like, I can't believe that Nick just did this. I can't believe that we didn't see everyone just leave the show with Nick rambling on with this bullshit. It's not bullshit. It's legit. You can check it out at oditto.io. O-D-I-T-T-O and retweet the tweet at the top if you want one of these free Roy Lichtenstein looking things by Tony Sanchez. Tony enjoys this ad read so much, he's going to cook me up some fine Spanish cuisine, Pio. Okay? So check out their Twitter page. Retweet the tweet at the top. You're welcome. I can't wait for you to picture a, a post a picture of Tony's paella that he cooks for you. Ladies and gentlemen, retweet the tweet that's been at the top and follow Odito. I'm going to be drawing the winners in just a second while we listen to Bunny and some of our other speakers. We've had a gentleman, uh, Eternal Pepe, that has a Nazuki. He's been waiting to speak. I want to hear from him. I want to see if he's a good speaker. But first, I got to throw to Bunny. Bunny, what's going on, amigo? I saw a tweet that said uh, like gifts could be returning as like a PFP, and I was just curious if that like would change Nick's mind on Invisible Friends being a rug. Mm. 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 Nick, sorry I missed that. Uh, my apologies, dude. I looked Looking away at for two seconds. Recipes. I was on, I was googling paella, man. What 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 was the statement? Just nope. just say it, Po, and, and rather than have a fucking. Kvetching uh, uh, about this and and just breaking down on the spot, it, it's, it takes two to tango. Okay, 
And, yeah, and recently, you haven't been showing up to practice, player. Your voice is gone. You curled up in the bed. Just tell me what he said, and we'll move on. Bunny should say it again because you didn't listen to him the first time. All right, okay, let's run it back. I apologize, Bunny. Jeez Louise. Okay, you don't have to don't only apologize for not following me yet. Um, there's a rumor <laughs> on Twitter that I saw that GIFs or GIFs, depending on how you pronounce it. No, yeah, I did hear that. Sorry. Yeah, do, do you Hell think no. that, like, would that make you more bullish? No, you don't care. Well, the fact that I'm shorting it would make me go long. Easy's now buying up all the gifts, basically. I did see that that was happening. Remember when Facebook did something similar? You could put like videos or something as your profile picture. I hate that shit. Like, it's just that I, I'm not a fan of them personally. But, and uh, as many people know, I'm sort of the steward of design and fashion and style and grace. And so, uh, I mean, I, I don't think that that's happening. If Odito.io was the one that actually dropped, started dropping uh, animated gifts, I'd probably be like, yeah, okay, now this is part of it. I think that that's a big thing because they paid me to say that, you know? And so I totally would be like, yeah, that sounds cool. Um, but for now, I'm not a big fan of them. I'm never making a, uh, an animated gift my PFP. It's just okay. ain't happening. I think that probably will go down as all-time bad takes, in my opinion. Uh, last chance to retweet the tweet that's pinned to the top and follow Odito, ladies and gentlemen. P.O. disagrees. I disagree. Well, number one, I think Invisible Friends would be maximized. The rug? It would be maximized in the digital identity direction uh, with a moving PFP because that's what they are. And I think that would stand out. And every once in, a while, once in a while, I don't know how, but every once in a while I do see like a moving PFP. I don't know how those people got them. I also don't know how people got uh, a bunny. Do you, do you have some? So, yeah, you, you have know? to be grandfathered in. One of the people I know, like he was on Spaces like last week with us. It's uh, the dude who made Nyan Cat. I think his name's Chris. So you had to be grandfathered in. You had to have that shit in like 2000. 2009 and just never changed it. Mm, that makes sense because you can also like our our buddy Trevor Owens, one of our investors. His Twitter handle is at to like that's his handle, and I was like, yo, how do you get that? Because I just want at po like that'd be pretty cool if my if it was just at my name. Um, and he said you had to be grandfathered in, so that makes sense. That's also bullshit. And I'm gonna be going to Elon saying, how do I get at po? <laughs> Eon is unlocking 1.5, I think, billion accounts that have been inactive. So all the ads are going to be opening up. I'm chasing ad easy. Oh, you got to get ad easy, but at PO is not taken right now. It's just not possible because it's three letters. Anyway, my, that, my Twitter handle doesn't matter. But real quick, think about Xcopy. Xcopy is natively animated. If you just saw an Xcopy hexagon PFP that was like, you know, a GIF, That'd slap, in my opinion. Uh, I, I think Nick has a different opinion. At this point, I think Nick only calls uh, Invisible Friends a rug to get a reaction out of people. Nick just likes to feel something sometimes. Um, but anyway, ladies and gentlemen... Look, I'm not going to apologize for it. Look, there's one solution, Invisible Friends. Pay me money, okay? Send okay. me one Invisible okay. Friend. Throw that in my portfolio. Okay. And now, now, you know, now we're speaking. I, I, I'm all about bri bribery. As people are well aware... We've had some of the greatest sponsors of all time, and that's how we get there is by through direct bribery. Blackmail also works as well, but I prefer that we don't go down that path because it makes me feel uneasy. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's just not an approach that I want to be involved with. It feels Nick, would you criminal. say it to Motion Marcus's face, bro? Yo, say it to my face. 
I, I prefer that he comes up and he's like, bro, I heard you called us a scam. And I'm yeah. be like, I did. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I just let, I, I'm announcing the winners right now. We got one Chan ETH repping an OK Bear. Uh, you are on stage. You won. You're already on stage. So shout out to you. And then the other winner is Atomic Neb repping a Clanosaur, repping the 3D Play-Doh looking dinosaurs. Very cool PFP. If I if uh, you know I can weigh in on that. Uh, I've invited you to the stage, Atomic Neb. You are in the crowd. If you're rugged, it's okay. Just send me a DM. Um, and we appreciate you being in the show. Oh, Atomic Neb's on stage. We got both of you on stage. You guys both just won. How do you feel? Fantastic. Let's get it. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what you just won? That's the real question. Tell us what you just How won. How could I not know, Nick, after your big spill? All right. So you didn't you didn't answer the question. I like that non-answer. That's like a political debate. How could I not know, you know, what I just won? Yo, right. Atomic Neb, I just loaded up the, the DMs. You've won before. I have. Actually. How did you yeah. win twice? Is this a scam? <laughs> yeah. What the funk? Well, you're, Damn, you're this guy's showing up every day. No, appreciate to Atomic Nap. Nap. Maybe the tool that Pio's using is, uh, yo, you using some scam tool out there, Pio? <laughs> yeah, twitterpicker.com. Such a scam. Well, Atomic Neb, you are lucky. I'm going to have to start double checking that people haven't already won giveaways because I feel like. Yeah, I, I, been doing no, it. that's fine. I think that's okay. okay. But what uh, if you win twice, uh, get, what's the next project that you're buying, Atomic Neb? Because I want to buy it. Cause you're lucky. Uh, let's see here. I'm probably I'm going soul. Okay, so what is it? Toys R Us. There right. we go. <laughs> the sponsor of Easy Show this morning. Look at you, Atomic Neb. This anyway, guy's a smart guy, man. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, uh, shout out to today's sponsor, Odito. That's our show. We run this show Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. Eastern Time each and every week. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, don't take NFT Nick too seriously. He's just having fun, just trying to lighten up your mood a little bit. So if you get offended, just realize he's just Are there playing. a lot of... You don't it's need to apologize for me, Pia. I, I didn't I'm going to be me. I didn't apologize. It I, sounds I just, like you're saying sorry, sorry, I, invisible no, friends. I, I didn't say sorry. I was just framing things up. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, follow the people on stage that contribute. We really appreciate their contributions. Follow NFT God. Subscribe to the 1% Better newsletter that he's been working diligently on for, at this point, a full calendar year. Showing up every day. It is not easy to write long-ass shit, and I really respect people that do that. Follow Signal, who's the author of our newsletter, who also shows up every day and is also delivering that weather report week in and week out. Follow Easy, who's launching his PFP collection. No, we get it. Follow the people who are on the stage. Very, very soon. He's working hard doing his shows every single day. GMGM Market Talk in the morning with Bunny, who's showing up every day on that show, and that's not easy to do. Bunny's putting in the work. Shark, working in the space and on the financial side. Love hearing his analysis. He's the best. You already know you got to follow Node on the fine arts side, hosting Node Mode, doing the podcast every week. Follow Cade. We were jazzed up to have him on the show today. You're welcome anytime, Cade. Of course, follow Odito, today's sponsor. They know who to sponsor in the space. Gotta love it. Everyone have a nice weekend. We're not going anywhere. Binance goes down who gives a shit we'll be able to buy our assets for cheaper numbers we will see you all on monday